child on forever. Are you redeemed? Redeemed. Oh, I'm redeemed. Redeemed by the blood of Allah. see every one of you that have returned those who have been in school those who have traveled so today I'm speaking on but God look at verse 4 again it says but God who is rich in mercy I wonder if you can repeat those words together. But God, but God, who is rich in mercy, who is rich in mercy. Let us read that again. But God, hallelujah. Amen. Let us say that again. But God, who is rich in mercy. I spoke on this in Kenya, saying that we have been remembering Easter, which is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And his resurrection actually gave us mercy. His death on the cross gave us mercy. And the prophet says, you once in times past dead, you, 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 me, once, in times past dead, you were dead, I was dead, tell somebody, I was dead, I was dead, even many here tonight one time, you can look back and know that you were dead. And then he says, but now, why aren't you dead tonight? As you were then. You deserve to be that way. You deserve to die. Because you were a sinner. And then he says, but God. Hallelujah. But God. Who is rich in mercy. That is the thing. God who was rich. All these things that we were. We were thieves. We were adulterers. We were in the world. We were sinners by choice. But God, who was rich in mercy, that made the change right there. The God who is rich in mercy. Hallelujah. You know, I don't know about you, brother and sister. But I know my life very well. That I'm not going to go to heaven because of my works. Even if my works, I had some works which were good. But 
the works that are bad actually overcome the works that are good and many of you think you are going to go to the rapture because you have done many good works you think you are going to go to the rapture because you have dressed well because you have come to church every service because you have treated people well because you have spoken well with others until at some time we reach a level in our lives when like I told you the other day we look down on others and you really see somebody who is good for nothing going to hell and then you forget that you yourself you are not different from that person actually the people who are going to go to the rapture are not going to go to the rapture because of their works no one will go to the rapture because of their works. And the bride will not be judged according to their works. If you read the Bible very well, the Bible talks about the white throne judgment. And it says these people, when they reach on that day, they will all rise again and they will be judged. Young and old, rich and poor, they will be judged according to those things which were written in the books according to their works but not the bride because the bride is not going to go in the white throne judgment therefore the bride is the only one who does not get the judgment according to our works amen are you listening to me the bride goes on one basis and that is God is mercy now we realize that there will be judgment for everyone whether you are bride or not bride so don't think that what you do does not matter even what you do while you are the bride matters because apostle Paul said we all shall come on the judgment seat of Christ and our works will be measured our works will be judged hallelujah amen when if you did something not right or if you did something not out of the integrity of your heart or if you served God but you did not serve him well or that you had the things he gave to you or the gifts he gave to you and you did not use them well and you didn't use them for his name's glory on that day you are going to stand before the judge seat of Christ and you will be judged but here is what I want to tell you if you are truly the bride going to go in the rapture you will not be judged to be condemned the judgment seat of Christ happens shortly after the rapture and that is not for our condemnation because the Bible says we 
have already passed from condemnation to life. And the Bible cannot contradict itself. If we have already passed from death to life, how then can we be judged to be condemned? To we Musango. can never be judged to be condemned. The moment we pass from death to life, our judgment is sealed. We have received something that no one else in the world has received. And that is called God is Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. Amen. And now the Bible says, and you has it quickened. Hallelujah. Do you understand by that? Someone who is dead is someone who was quickened. And we were all born dead with a sin nature, with a worldly nature, until the moment when we hear the word and we believe it and we accept it and we receive it from that moment we get baptized and when we receive the Holy Ghost the Bible says we have been quickened. Those of us who were dead in our trespasses, we have been quickened from our dead trespasses and sins. These trespasses and sins, we walked in them. Listen, in the course of this world, the way the world walks, the way the world behaves is the way we will behave. I've always told people to quit worrying about what they can do or what they cannot do. I'm telling you this evening quit worrying about your abilities. Quit worrying about your inabilities. I want you to worry about one thing. Have you accepted God is mercy? Or have you rejected that mercy? There is only one thing that can take a man to hell. And that is spanning God is mercy. Spanning it, refusing it, rejecting it. According to the course of this world. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. According to the priest of the power of the air. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. We, we walked in such. There was a prince that was controlling us. There was a prince that was leading us. Hallelujah. It's like as if we had a rope on our on our on our you know on our wrist. 
Amen. And he was pulling us like goats. Wherever he sent us, we went. The spirit, that spirit, the Bible says, is working in the children of disobedience. Why are they disobedient children? They are disobedient children because they have refused God's mercy. So we we are walking in those kind of things. You know, the Bible says among those children also, we also had our conversation in times past in the last of our flesh. Everybody say, in the last of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh. There's somebody fulfilling the desires of the flesh. Praise the name of the Lord. When you come to the Lord Jesus, the desires of the flesh do not fly away. It remains right there. When you listen to me, church, when you receive the Holy Ghost, the desires of the flesh don't go away. They remain right there. I will tell you what changes. When you receive the Holy Ghost, you don't walk in the desires of your flesh. When you receive the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, the Bible has told us here, we do not fulfill the desires of the flesh. The desires will remain at the moment you are touched by the power of the Holy Ghost. You do not fulfill them. You don't walk in there. Because you are a new creation. There is something else controlling your mind. There is a power beyond this power. There is a supernatural authority over your body, over your soul, over your spirit. You are no longer yourself. You are no longer your own. There is another power. There is another reality. Bigger and stronger than this reality. Whereby even if the body wanted to fulfill some desire, mercy will say no. But what is mercy? Mercy is the Holy Ghost. It's the power of the Lord in your soul. Hallelujah. That's why we have a song which says, Mercy said no. I'm not going to let them go. I'm not going to let them fly away. When you want to go and see, Mercy will hold on to you. Mercy will hold on to you. You cannot do it. You cannot do it. And then you say, Let me go. No. What is happening? You have a power within you. That controls your soul, your body, and your spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible says, Bible We in times past walked, walked in those designs. We were by nature children of wrath, even as others. Even as others. We were by nature. Are you here, church? We were by what? By what? 
not by another nature. By your nature, you are a child of wrath. By your nature, you are bound to go to hell. By your nature, you are a sinner. By your nature, you are lost. By your nature, you lie. By your nature, you are going to hell. Now let me tell you, but God, hallelujah, but God, who was rich and master, and riches beyond understanding, riches beyond money, riches beyond the wealth of the world, riches beyond education, riches beyond anything else. That is the riches that God has given to us. Didn't he say, come and buy of me gold that is tried in silver? Gold. Tried in the fire. That you may be rich. What is the gold? It's the, it's the word. It's the Holy Spirit. But God. Oh, my and tell them, but God. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh my, I'm thinking about myself right now. I would have been among them. But God. But God, but God, did not let me die. He called me out. And now I can boldly say, I am heaven bound. I am going to the rapture. I cannot go to hell. Why? But God, who had mercy on me, who called me out, who set me free, who filled me with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For his great love. Wherewith he loved us. Even when we were dead in sins. He has quickened us. Christ. We were dead in sins. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Brother, Brother Polycap, come here. Hallelujah. Do you know how a dead person looks like? Show us. How does it look like? Standing. Standing <laughs> and smiling. Anybody who can be so kind by the body come. Run, run up here. All right. Mm. So we see. Do you know how a dead person looks like? You don't know. Huh? Closed eyes. And then standing. No. Okay. All right. I want you to act something for us here. Act for us. Oh, go down and die, brother. Hallelujah. Amen. That's how we were. We were dead. Dead. No life. But here is what Master did for us. He quickened us. Hallelujah. Amen. He brought us up. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh my, now we can see. Now we can talk. Now we are acting. Why? Mercy rewrote our life. The other book was closed. The other chapter was closed. A new chapter has been written. And I'm here on earth today. And I'm living the life of that new chapter. Why? Because of God is mass. 
If you don't know this master, then you will not be excited. But if you know the master I'm talking about, it excites your soul. It gives you joy. It gives you strength to move on in this world. Praise the name of the Lord. This brother Bam says, I'm so glad for that. That being, he being rich in mercy. If he was rich in money. If he was just rich in money. He's rich in money, right? Yeah. But if he was just rich in money. If he was just rich in material. Which he is. But yet. The greatest thing. Is being rich in mercy. Oh, what a great word that is. How that we were once dead. And we were speaking the other night on how the seed must die. And everything around that germ of life must not only die, but rot. If it doesn't rot, it cannot live. And rot is completely done away with. It's finished. Listen, church. Jesus was an example of what the process we should go through. Jesus died on the cross. And Jesus was buried. But before he was buried, he said it is finished. Which means the work is done. Which means he had totally submitted himself. We too must totally die to ourselves. We must totally surrender ourselves. We must be willing to be to give up things. We must be willing to give up our intentions, our plans, our desires. Listen, church, you must be willing to give up that girlfriend of yours. You must be willing to surrender that kind of lifestyle. You must be willing to give up that spirit of lying. You must be willing to give up that alcohol. You must be willing to die on the altar of self-sacrifice. I'm speaking something that I have done. There is many lives that we would have lived. Many Many lives that we would have lived. But we were willing to die. I wanted to be many things. And I was able to, I was going to perform it. But I died to those things. At one time I wanted to be a movie actor. Not that kind of stuff. But not that kind of stuff. But I wanted to be a movie actor. But I let it die. At one time, 
wanted just to be a book writer. Of comic books. I wanted to be a, a writer of those kind of things. But I gave it up. I let it die. I had the ability. I still do. But I let it die. I let it pass. There are many things I can continue on and on and on. Many things that you by nature wanted to be. I wanted to be a religious man. I let it pass too. I was wearing that big chain with a cross on it. Because I wanted to be a religious man. I let it pass. I died on the altar of self-sacrifice. I believe you to my brother, my sister. You must let that life die. You must let it die. If you're a seed of God, you must let that seed die. And not only die, let it rot. So that another life can come. Hallelujah. Amen. And until we get to the place that our own ideas and our own thinking is completely gone. And it's rotted away from us. Then the germ of life can now begin to Praise the name of the Lord. Now, mercy means compassion. Pity. Forbearance. It is shown especially to an offender. Or to one subject. One subject to one's power. You see, that's what uh, mercy is. You know, like the thief on the cross. We talked about him in Kaimosi. We also talked about him here. The thief on the cross. He had mercy. Can you imagine this man? He was an offender. He was a thief. And he, he probably had killed many people. Because potentially a thief is a murderer. He, was, he had received the worst punishment the Romans can give to any man. He was condemned to die. He did not deserve life. He did not deserve life because he was a thief. He was a murderer. He was a bad man. He was a sinner. And he was condemned to die. And he was on the cross because of that. But he wasn't alone. There was another thief. And he had done the same thing. But they were not alone. There was Jesus too. I want to tell you sinner, friend. I want to tell you brother, sister. You are not the sinner alone on the cross. There is someone else with you. Jesus yes, is on the cross for you. 
Why did he go on the cross? Not because he was worthy of death. But that was an act of God is merciful. God himself came down from glory and he came on that cross simply because of love. And the person he loved was right there beside him on the right and on the left. But not always they see it. Not always they receive that message. Because it is packaged in a way they don't believe. People want God's message to come from heaven. God's message has come. God's master is not that way. Please listen to me. Here is a cross. And a merciful God was on the cross. And two people who needed that grace and mercy were on both his sides. But one of them said, <laughs> if you are God, redeem yourself and redeem us also. <laughs> and Jesus kept quiet. This man did not say the right word. And then another thief who was on his right hand, he said, You fellow thief. You don't fear God. We deserve this. We are sinners. We have done this offense. But this man is different. He doesn't deserve to die. And this other thief was like <laughs> You don't know what you're talking about. This is just a thief like us. And this man, with a broken heart, he opened his mouth and he told the merciful saying, he said, my Lord, please remember me when you go into your kingdom. He told Jesus, Remember me. I deserve this. I accept it. I deserve to die. I'm worthless. But God. This man saw something that this other thief did not see. Listen, church. What is going to save you is not the act of Jesus Christ on the cross alone. It's your revelation of that act towards yourself. 
This man received a revelation. Jesus doesn't deserve to die. I deserve to die. He is not a sinner. I am a sinner. He has died for me. So I could live. Remember me. And then Jesus said. You will be with me today in paradise. Hallelujah. Amen. Paradise was the only place at that time that the dead saints went to. It was a section in hell. And the devil had bound them for long. But Jesus knew. When he dies, he will go there in paradise and set all the saints free. Are you listening to me, church? Jesus knew that. And this man on the thief, on the cross, he turned out to be the very last in paradise. What took him? Two words. But God. Brother Simon. Those two words. But God. He would have died. But God. Who had mercy on him. He would have gone to another place in hell. You know, in that place in hell, when Jesus reached there, Brother Branham says that he simply opened the door and they were all crying. Open for us! Open for us! And then when Jesus opened the door, Brother Branham said, Oh, these little oldest souls in hell, they started crying, Let us out! Let us out! And Jesus looked at them. Yes, and Brother Banam says he spoke to them one word. He said, Why did you not believe? And then Brother Banam says, Jesus banged the door. Yes, and he walked away from them. What a sad sight. What a sad sight. And it's unfortunate that one of those people that was in that place was the man Jesus had met a few hours ago. And he was bluffing and laughing at Jesus. If you are God, set us free and yourself. And here he faced the Lord of glory. And the Lord asked him, Why did you not believe? 
and he banged the door to his house. Turned away and went to another place. Hallelujah. Amen. And after he had come to hell and taken the keys, there was one more place. He had to stop over. And that was paradise. And when he reached paradise, he opened up the place. And oh, there were those saints. Oh, they were happy to see him. Oh, they rejoiced. Hallelujah. Abraham was there. Sarah was there. Jacob was there. They were all there. Hallelujah. Amen. And here is the greatest joy. The thief on the cross that believed in Jesus was also there. Hallelujah. 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 Glory. But God. I imagine this thief on the cross turned to Abraham and he looked around and he told her I told you I was a sinner but God I was going to go to hell but God I would have made it but God the mercy of that man on the cross of Calvary but God he redeemed me. Yeah, no, no, he saved me. Yes, I asked him. <laughs> I only say, remember me. I'm so glad to know you. He keeps his appointment. He keeps every appointment. He serves, listen to this. He serves every willing sinner. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. His power is powerful. It can save. It can redeem. But it is powerless to a sinner who does not want to be saved. But the one who desires it, the one who wants it, hallelujah, shall receive it. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says God he wants all men to be saved. All men. But do all men get saved? No. Only those who recognize his mercy, his love, his grace. All shall be saved. Do you want this mercy? Do you want this grace? Do you want this mercy? Hallelujah. Amen. I would say, let that mercy be applied upon your life tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was in my last. But God. I loved women everywhere. But God. Hallelujah. Amen. I loved smoking. But God. I was taking weed. But God. I was close. I was working in the last of my flesh. But God. Who is rich in mercy. He called me out. He sought me out. And I responded. And I'm here. This is what Apostle Paul was saying. And I'm here. And we are here. Today. Because of that mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What does mercy mean? Another definition says it means imprisonment. Rather than death. Hey. Imposed. 
as penalty for the first time degree murderer. Okusasirwa chitegeza. Okusiribwa mukomera. Nayengo badoli na kutiwa. Ngechi wonerezo choyo mutemu. Chafuna. Hallelujah. Man. Imprisonment. Kusiribwa mukomera. What I want to say tonight. Is, I would have been dead. But God. But God. He decided to imprison me. I am a prisoner. Of the cross of Jesus. I am in prison. As Brother Branham says. I am a love slave for Christ. Do you know love slave? A love slave. A love slave. Thank you. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. If you want to know that someone loves somebody, just look at them. Wherever they go, they'll go together. Whatever they do, they'll do together. Usually, after people have gotten married, they want to eat in one place. They want to drink in one cup. They want to go present same time. Hallelujah. Amen. Love is too much. But human love is not permanent. After four years, five years, they don't even want to walk together. Many of them. They want to eat together. Uh, yeah, just eat your food. I'll eat mine. Because that is not a permanent love. But with the love of God, it's a permanent love. When He loves you, He will love you forever. If He walks with you now, He will walk with you forever. Until even one man once said, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. You are with me. Hallelujah. Amen. That realization. No matter where you are, since you are a love slave of Christ, wherever you are, you are a love slave. You are his slave. And he is yours. You are bound together. With the codes of love. That cannot be broken. Until even Apostle Paul says. What shall separate me. From the love of Jesus. Is it suffering? Is it lack? Is it hunger? Is it persecution? What is it? Nothing. That is. Right now, all that is to come that shall separate me from the love of Jesus. I am a love slave. That's what mercy is. He has made me a love slave. Hallelujah. Amen. He told that man, you will be with me in paradise. In other words, I found you on my heart. Where I go, you will go. And if Jesus is in heaven, how can you go to heaven? If you are bound with him. Hallelujah. Amen. How can you go to drink it? If you are bound with him. How can you go to smoke it? How can you take weed? If you are bound with him. How can you go to fornication? If you are bound with him. How can you go to all these things that fulfill? The last of the flesh. You surely cannot. Even if you want to. Let me tell you brother my sister. Get bound with, with Jesus. 
I said get bound with me. The moment you do, you will sing with me. That the things I used to do, I do them no more. I, I do them no more. I am born again. Hallelujah. I want to, but I can't. Even when I want, I cannot. Something keeps holding me. Something keeps holding me. Brother Pudi, wherever you are, you will be at school, Brother Samuel. Something keeps holding you. Brother Polika, you cannot fall. Something keeps holding you. Every young man will go into fornication. Something will keep holding you. Something will keep holding you. You cannot do it. Because I want to. You will say you cannot. You are my slave. All your rights are forfeited. Hallelujah. You have to fulfill my will. Let me tell you, church. I am a love slave. There are things I would want to do. But I'm glad today I cannot do that. I cannot fulfill the last of my flesh. Because I am a love slave to Jesus. The devil will be waiting. Let him do it. Yeah, then I will really go at him. He's about to, he's about to. I'm here to tell the devil. Sorry for you, Satan. You will wait forever. Because I will never do it. Because I will never go that far. I will never walk that far. I will never walk that far. Hallelujah. I am bound with Jesus for eternity. Mercy caught me. Mercy arrested me. Hallelujah. Amen. Mercy also means a blessing that is an act of divine favor or compassion. Mm. And brother says, and notice what happened. The only way that they could get that water out of that rock, the judgment road, they had to strike the rock. And Moses smote the rock. And God's judgment struck upon the rock. And when it did, it gave forth its waters. Now the people were absolutely, God was just in letting them die because they had disbelieved him. They, they, were, they were dishonorable. They were reprobates. They were dishonorable. I was dishonorable. I was a reprobate. They did not deserve to leave. I did not deserve to leave. Even Moses called them rebels. Even the prophets called me rebels. Rebellions or rebels against God. I was a rebel against God. You were too. And they deserve to die. And we all deserve to die. And all of us deserve death. Because we are rebels against God. Now we don't deserve, we, we all deserve dying. Is that true? Is that true for you? Is that true for you? Think about your life. For the last two years, three, four, five. You deserve to die. I said you deserve to die. That's the truth. Let's be honest now, church. We deserve to die. Oh, our mind. We deserve to die. Our thoughts. We deserve to die. Oh, my. But God. 
Oh, praise the Lord. But God is so merciful. He should have never thought of us. But he is so merciful. Till he took the sins of every one of us. And he struck upon his own beloved son. He got all the sins. Hallelujah. And he struck it upon Jesus. That we might not perish. But, but would have eternal life. How could we drink from that rock? And then not be right in our hearts. I'm not drinking tonight. There is no way you can come to church Sunday, Wednesday. Friday, and you don't be right in your heart. There is no But if you don't come to church, you will not be right in your heart. That's why fellowship is important. It's a part of Christianity. The Bible says, do not forsake assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is. Hallelujah. Amen. He didn't say uh, unless you are at work or at school or doing this. He said, do not forsake fellowship. No matter what, do not forsake fellowship. Hallelujah. That's the Bible teaching. Now suit yourself. But that's the Bible teaching. Feed the word of God. Don't let the word of God feed you. The word of God cannot fit you. You have to fit the word of God. I'm going to say amen to that. And if you, 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 you drink from that rock, then your heart will be right. And if my heart is right, when he calls me, and if my heart is right, when it goes, if my heart is right, when it goes, I'll be somewhere listening for my name. I'll be somewhere I'll be somewhere listening. I'll be somewhere listening for I'll be somewhere listening. I'll be somewhere listening. I'll be somewhere. on the first page. But I'd like this moment all of us to close our eyes. And if there is someone today and many of you have not seen in a long time that has had the preaching of the word 
And they realized they are like that thief on the cross. That they need God's mercy. I want to create a platform for you. That thief on the cross. He did have power to save himself. The thing that was binding him was so much. So big. So tight. That he was nailed to the cross. But listen, church. He didn't need to get out of those nails. To be saved. God makes a way somehow. He died on those nails. But sure enough, he was in paradise. How come God was interested in his soul? Listen, brother, sister. God is interested in you. In every small thing. In every wrong thing. In every bad thing. God is interested in you. As all of us close our eyes, as we sing that song, I want to give you an opportunity. You can decide to be the, the bad thief or the good thing. But if somebody is here and God is speaking to their heart, say that was my name being called. I want to be with the Lord. If my heart, as we sing, you can come slowly. And stand, come and stand here so that we can pray together. If my heart is filled I will hear. Everybody close their eyes now. As we pray. If my heart. As you totally surrender your life, to him, him who is able to save you, him who has all the power, just come and submit yourself to him. Just pray, surrender yourself. Let him save your soul. Don't lose this opportunity because the Lord is interested in you. As we sing, everybody be in prayer. If you can sing that, sing it prayerfully. The Spirit of the Lord is in this place. He's interested in you. If you have done wrong, 
Oh, my name. 